Hello. I'm Christopher Reeve. You know, I was thinking the other day about some of the strange parts that I've played since I started acting as a kid. One time I was the third guard from the left in Cinderella. Another time I played a tree. In Shakespeare's A Winter's Tale, I played a bear, as well as lords, officers, attendants, etc. And usually I was the etc. Uh, another time I was a Nazi. And once I had the privilege of being Catherine Hepburn's only grandson. Well, it was on Broadway anyway. But I think that if somebody had ever told me that one day I would dye my hair black and wear red boots and play a man who flies around and lives by the North Pole, I would have had to say, um, okay, that could be fun. And it was, playing Superman. You know, since the film opened, a lot of people have written in saying, how did you do it? Well, I don't think we should show you everything. You know, I think we should keep a few secrets. But let's go together right now. Let's go back to the beginning of filming in 1977, and let's take a look at how they make a film the size of Superman. And we can meet Marlon Brando and uh, Gene Hackman, Ned Beatty, Valerie Perrine, Margot Kidder, and a lot of the actors and technicians who made the film. You know, Superman's been around for a long time. And the kids who read him in the 30s are nearing retirement age now. But for reasons that aren't very hard to imagine, children have always had a fascination with this character. So I think the thing to do is to start by checking in with the kids of today. Let's see what they think about Superman. Superman 2. The adventure continues with the three villains from Krypton. Each one with the same powers as Superman. Each one dedicated to violence against mankind. Think of it. Three supervillains. Or four if you count him twice. The adventure continues in Paris with Lois Lane. I believe this is your floor. And the romance continues. The adventure continues in Washington. The world is on the brink of destruction. Superman, can you hear me? And Metropolis is in ruins. Superman, help us! Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Superman. General, would you care to step outside? Revenge. Revenge. Revenge! <laughs> now we're cooking, huh? One's just as strong as Superman. If you've only seen the first part, you haven't seen the best part. The adventure continues in Superman 2. You want them? We got them. Movies for guys who like movies. Coming up next... Only on TBS. <laughs>
episode 50. There it is. Yeah. We made it a year. Yeah, we're not canceled. Yeah. A water, a beer, and a coffee. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bob, who's, who's on first? <laughs> All right, so welcome. Thank you for the download and subscribing to the New Blood Rising podcast as we are now hitting into our movies for guys like movies um, episode here with a uh, very special, very special. I, it was funny coming around, like, what are we going to do for 50? What are we going to do for 50? Well, why not do, since it's coming up with Batman and Superman, let's do a, a pick one of them. We pick Superman. Because everyone else picks Batman. Right. Everyone else would pick Batman. Sure. Right? Why, He's yeah. the better superhero, but yeah. You, go, you have to fucking... Right off the bat. That's... I... That's, <laughs> I, I choose Batman. That's fine. I, I, you I, just had to squeeze it in there, though. It's not like anyone asked you. It's going to be sad. So, it wasn't just to do a Superman movie. It's like, well, you know, in a kind of our typical movies for guys like movies fashion, you have to do something kind of different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretend, fautentious, pretentious, whatever you want to... Potentious. No, we're not doing Quest for Peace. No, 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 no. We ended up picking Superman 2, but not the theatrical. We ended up going with Superman 2. This is, we're going to be talking about the Richard Donner Cut, which came out in 2006. Is that 10 what years happened? ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. 10 years ago this thing came out. So... There's a little, there's so much to unpack with this. It's funny that when you read the backstory of this, and you think about if that got released now, that movie would have done shit. Like that movie would have been dead on arrival. And yet Superman two, in the theatrical, the Richard Lester version, for a lot of people my age, I remember growing up with that was their favorite. Their favorite Superman movie was number two, and it was most because of the fight scene. Was the way that oh, was, in the was, city? Yeah, that's what for a lot of people. Superman two was their favorite, right on. But there's so much to, <laughs> so much around that, that this whole thing. So where do we really start? Well, with I think we're going to be talking about the Lester version also. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, because do we need to start though with Superman the movie itself? We need to go back to the the first one. Well, that's well, a lot of. The I think we should. From. I think we should talk about what Richard Donner's plan was. Okay, so that, so then, all right, so yeah, the first Superman movie. Well, Superman 1 and 2 were filmed pretty much at the same time. Right. And Richard Donner was the director of Superman 1 and Superman 2. Timeline, 1977. probably? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he was, and these were going to be released, like, closely. Right. That, that was the, at least that was the plan. Well, he got fired by the Salkinds, the producers. Right. Uh, because they didn't like the way he was doing stuff. I guess he was going over budget, which, I mean, that first Superman movie is pretty epic. Yep. So he had he had basically, he it's a common misconception, he had not truly finished Superman the movie, but he'd finished like 95% of it or so. And Superman 2, he'd only finished 80%. So they released Superman 1 with Donner and his version, but they, they don't let him do Superman 2. But unfortunately, there's not enough of the movie to where they can just release it. So then they hire Richard Lester, who had done some Beatles movies. And I was guess, working on the Super... Like, was involved with Superman right. to an extent. That's right. Know, to an extent. And he ended up... Basically, the way that the uh, Directors Guild, the way that works, you have to film at least 51% of the movie. And since Richard Donner had filmed 80%, they had to scrap a bunch of the stuff that he'd done and reshoot scenes. Scenes that people like Gene Hackman didn't come back for. 
Yeah. Margot Kidder almost left for Margot, her. Mm-hmm. She does leave in the yeah. third one because yeah. Richard Lester did Superman 3. Uh, Marlon Brando had a lawsuit with the Salkinds, and they were not able to use the footage that they had shot of him in the second movie. So yeah, this was a disaster, Yeah, that's, essentially. So to further back it up, Superman as a character, of course, existed in comics and, you know... It, he had gotten some type of television movie treatment, but not had got had not gotten the big and no movie superhero had right yeah and or at least not taken seriously. And here's a thing: like they're pulling the trigger on this before Star Wars has hit. Right, they're pulling yeah. this in '77. And so this was quite a gamble. The, oh, it, wow. yeah, <laughs> I didn't really think is. about that. No, yeah. So You're right. I mean, that, that's what's fascinating. Is like, and it's it's one of my favorite posters ever. You will believe a man can fly. One of the best taglines. So easy cool. because it's you're not talking just about a movie. You're talking about the power of movies, imagination, and now right. visually seeing that. Because you know, in the Superman TV show with George Reeves, George Reeves never flew. No, no. He would jump. He, he would, would jump. jump out of a window. But you would never actually see him in action. So let's. Let's kind of talk about Superman the movie itself. Jason, what are your thoughts on Superman the movie? The It's a good movie. It's now, though, just compared to modern movies, if you've seen a lot of these superhero movies and you've never seen that one, you're going to watch you're, You may not like it because right. it's very differently paced. And Because it's be, a movie. Right. I mean, it's... It's, it's not... It the, takes a while. It's a which is I love that. Sure, and that's what made like it's a three act movie where the third act is the bulk of the movie. Right. It it is the prototype origin story for all superhero movies mm-hmm. to come. I still think it's the benchmark. Oh sure, yeah. absolutely. Um, because we don't see Superman in the suit for what forty minutes, maybe. Right. The first act is Krypton, and then Smallville, and then. He goes to the Fortress of Solitude, and then we start to see him in the suit, which is, right. yeah, about 45, 50 minutes in a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Every superhero movie today is two-and-a-half hours, two-and-a-half right. hours. Back then, I can't imagine what that must have looked like on paper uh, yeah. to or, produce. Or this, felt like this, in, the, in the theater. It felt right. like always there was, like, and I'm not getting a Superman curse kind of talk here with it, but it's always seemed like there's always been things that hinder Superman from being able to, to come out as it's supposed to. Originally, you're talking about guys like Redford. They're wanting to get to be Superman. They're going to get Guy Hamilton directed, who did you know a few of the James Bond movies. Which you know, if you just if you look at it at the time from a scope standpoint, mm-hmm. sounds like the, yeah. the perfect guy to do it. Um, but that ends up falling through, and then because the the Sal kinds of watch the Omen, they're like Richard Donner's our guy. Mm-hmm. Go pick him up and let's do it. And you know, when you watch interviews with Donner, Donner's like. To be able to pull off what we're talking about here with Superman, you have to spend money. You have to to be able to do these effects. You have to spend money. According to Richard Donner, there was not much of a, like they weren't given time constraints in terms of when it needed to be done, as well as budget. This is like an eight month project. Yeah, and it's and it's it's not even really just to say they were doing back time. They're filming both at the same time. It's it's incredible. It's mind blowing because not until maybe what Back to the Future were they. Doing something like this, this was, yeah. I thought of that too. This was like practically the first time when you see the footage, like of when they're showing the script, like it's like it's it huge. looks like the King James Bible for God's sake. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. If you take one and two, it's one movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is great because yeah, Superman doesn't really have an ending that's uh, satisfying as a movie that stands on its own. Right. I don't think no. But I 
I love Superman, the motion picture. Sure. That is, totally. I still think that's one of the best comic book movies. It's And to a reverse argument, I think every comic book movie that comes out today is the same. They are, especially Marvel movies. Every single one is paced exactly the same, same structure, same everything. Especially the first movie. They, like, the first movies. Which one? Are, are, are the, oh, yeah. Any of these oh, yeah. new franchises. It, it, they're oh, both the exact same way. It's Iron Man all over again. Yeah. But then what's funny is when people get pissy, they're like, well, how come you know, uh, we don't see Spider-Man in the suit and it takes so long to get him in the suit to do something? It's like, well, you know what? You fuckers loved it with Superman, so what's your fucking problem? Oh, I love that first Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. But then people hated the Hulk because the Hulk doesn't Hulk out for like 40 minutes in the Ang Lee one. Plenty of problems there. Yeah, let's, don't don't talk about the problem. But like, <laughs> this was like, let's take a comic book. It sounds so foreign today but let the concept but let's take a comic book movie or a comic book and let's take it seriously let's mm. film it like as if it was like like a david lane type picture right and richard donner was perfect for that and because i said i still think that first superman movie is the most epic movie of comic books like that movie has beautiful shots it's it's great panning and swooping. There, like, um, it, it, it looks incredible. There are some great comparisons to movies like Antony and Cleopatra mm-hmm. and a lot of those big sco- cinema scope movies of the yeah. 60s. I think that's what he was going for. Yeah, totally. And um, Superman, Superman was obviously massively successful. And as they're planning for the second, the third one, hundred million dollar movie, mm-hmm. right? Which at the time, like that's like you know, seems like it would be unattainable. Now, of course, it's. You know, if you don't do that within not, the first couple hours, it's a billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to be a billion. Right. Um, Donner, like reading like a lot of his fears and stuff, were a lot were a control, not being able to have control of the second movie the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. The Brando stuff was a big part of it because he had filmed it, knew it was going to be a huge part of the movie, but because of the eleven percent that he was supposed to take off of, you know, uh, basically how much? Yeah, four million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, was going to be an issue, and then I think finally it was just the fact that he wasn't going to be able to use the guys that he wanted to because they were slowly killing them off before they killed off Richard Donner and threw in Richard Lester to finish a job. Now, with the the interesting thing is, it's not really alluded to, or it's alluded to is that Richard Donner was an amazing actor's director. Yeah, like everybody like really bought into this guy. I've as never a real other than the Sal kinds. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about uh, Richard Donner. No, no. In I mean, interviews, even Brant like. Like when they talk about like because um, Francis Ford Coppola warned Richard Donner about working with Brando. Like Brando will find a way not to work. Mm-hmm. He did, and it, I'm not going to memorize my lines. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, even to the point where it's like, well, maybe I don't show up at all. Maybe it's good. Well, it's the same. The wife says it too. Krypton in the Lester version. Yeah, Krypton. Yeah. Oh God. I think though the 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 strength on Donner is Chris the Chris the casting of Christopher Reeve yeah, and getting it. him to the point of being. I don't think there's ever been uh, an actor who has portrayed a comic book character, a, a hero, better than Christopher Reeve. No. And he and, embodied Superman um, to me. I'm blanking on the current Superman. Henry Cavill. Cavill or Cavill. I think he's, he's good. really good. He's, been, he's he's a great Superman in a mediocre movie. It, it, unfortunately, like it's it really is like you're having to. I mean, you're not going to overtake Chris Reeve. So I'm glad that his his Kent his Superman is different. Yeah. Whereas poor you Brandon know, Ralph tried to go the route of I'm going to try and be Christopher Reeve and yeah. that. Well, because that's probably, what Zack Snyder was trying to do. Because according to him, that was Superman three. The way he was it is Superman it. three. Yeah. It is. And I actually love Brandon Routh Superman. Love it. Because I never thought the Christopher Reeve Superman series had a proper send-off. 
ever. And I've always been a fan of him. I don't care for his Clark Kent nearly as much as I like his Superman because it just reminded me of Christopher Reeve because uh, that's what I wanted. And and the way Singer did that movie was how Lester or sorry, Lester how Donner did his. Just a big epic movie. And yeah, the movies it's not perfect or anything, but I've always been a fan of that. And but, I thought it was a good send-off. But like you were saying, so Donner had like about 80 or I I don't know how much for he had a, a sizable portion of that movie in the can, mm-hmm. ready to the go. The second one, yes, yeah, sizable portion, eighty percent. And um, at some point, then the Salkinds, because let's face it, like they're they're greedy producers that wanted to get as they knew what they had, and they saw obviously how the first one did. So to avoid, you know getting less profit, let's can this and get a guy who's going to do exactly what we need him to do in terms of budget and yeah. You know, let's get a Brett Ratner type. Right. Yeah. And that's where, and here's the crazy, Superman 2 is wildly popular. Even before the brand, even before the Richard Donner cut stuff starts becoming a thing in the 2000s where there's the big, like because of the internet and the, the galvanizing movement to get oh, this I made. Oh, I loved Superman 2 as a kid. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, it was, it was, shown, on, it was shown on television more than Superman 1. Well, I like that, I, I guess I was smart enough as a movie cover, even, even as a kid, I knew to stop at 2. Like I hated three, and I actually, I actually thought four was better than three because at least it was over faster. <laughs> right. You know, but I always loved the first two, especially two. Like, like that movie had, like that was the action movie, and it felt like the first one was the setup. Right. So, yeah. Right. You get to see Superman kick ass. And so I guess the best way to delve into this, like we can, um, kind of leave it up to you guys. We can go just plot points of the of the second movie, the Donner cut. Well, we can we can talk about how the Donner cut came to be. <coughs> sure. Richard Donner uh, didn't look at the footage for twenty years. It was he's a weird all. dude too, man. Like I, the one thing that's funny is like the way he kind of when you read quotes from him, see interviews with him, like he's he plays it like he plays it real nice. How he's like, oh, I was the the pain of it all, the pain of it. like that. Right. He, he works it a little bit. I think he's right for the majority of it. Like, I think, obviously, he had the right idea. I imagine it would have hurt. Like, the thing that I always remember that he said that hurt me the most was, he goes, if only it could have worked out in all those great unmade Superman movies that we left on the table. Yeah, because he said he would have loved to have continued making Superman movies, but we might not have gotten lethal. At the same time, though, like, look at his career after that. He has a great career. Oh, yeah. He makes better movies. Oh, my God. As they go. Like yeah. it, I think it, everything worked out. Everything ended up working out for the best for him. Well, I always thought the best thing he did was collaborate with Mel Gibson. Absolutely, not just the Lethal. Because I fucking love conspiracy theory. I love Maverick. I think conspiracy theory is a very different movie than it was perceived cool. to be in trailer. Oh, it was marketed completely wrong. Like, oh, was yeah. he Bird on a Wire too? Did Richard Donner do that? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, that that was John Badham. Mm. So around the time, like, so it Margot takes, Kidder did an interview. Yeah, essentially, where she talked, and that was, from what I understand, that was the first time it had been brought up, where she claimed that Richard Donner had shot a lot of the movie, and that if they wanted to, they could release it. So that started kind of a groundswell campaign on the internet. Well, let's see this, and that got to remember also at the time, Christopher Reeve was still alive, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then there was a new Superman movie coming out, Superman Returns. This was the perfect time to do this, and apparently, it took a lot of coaxing. 
to get Richard Donner to do this. Yeah. Because he didn't want to. No. Didn't want didn't want to look at it, didn't want to have anything to do with it. But then I think it was Tom Mankiewicz. Uh, he was the final. Michael Tao is like the big. Yeah. He's the big force to get it done. He's the yeah. guy who ultimately is the reason why it happened. But Mankiewicz like, is the. Look at this footage. Look at right, that. And, right. And look how good it still looks. Right. Oh, well, maybe we could piece something together and, right. and release it on DVD. And yeah, I picked. I got remember. I got it on DVD that Christmas as a gift because I was so excited, you know, to see what this could be. And much to my surprise, it was a completely different movie yeah. from my perspective. Again, because I watched them both two nights in a row, mm-hmm. and it didn't bother me at all because I'm just like it is. Different. I watched them in the same day. Yeah, and it's like it's. I'm just saying it's it's the same as a completely different movie as if you watch the deleted scenes from Mallrats. Oh, I've heard that. That, that I it's done that. completely different film. Yeah, where it takes over 30 minutes, gets to the mall, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole tone in the Donner version is different. Yeah. The char- uh, Lois Lane seems very different in the Donner version than mm-hmm. she does in the Lister version. She seems more stupid in the Lister version. She seems like the, yes. the ace reporter that mm-hmm. she is. She's thinking mm-hmm. about well, things. In the Donner version, she pulls... What I always wanted somebody to do uh, to try to get Clark Kent to reveal himself, and that's the gun scene. Yeah. I love that. I remember freaking out when I saw it because that was an idea I had as a kid. I was like, why doesn't anyone try that? But I never thought about her trick with the blanks. Yeah. Like, that was just... And the way Christopher Reeve sells that, we just he perks right so up. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's pick that scene right there. There's that, a problem with that scene. Yeah, Couple. but... Yeah. Well, for, yeah, for me, too. One, it's a screen test. It's not a real scene. Two, Christopher Reeve has changing uh, hair length throughout oh, yeah. the entire scene. But, I mean, they they say that in the beginning of the cut. that it's Some of know, it's test footage. Some of it's test and footage. Of, and the thing is, it's a better if you just scene. went all Richard Donner cut, all Richard Donner footage, you would have an incomplete movie. So they exactly. have to use some of the Lester footage mm-hmm. to right. complete it. But, uh, in terms of a reveal scene, it's a hell of a lot better in its uh, in its so broken weird. version than Lester's, which is Lester in, in in Lester's two Superman movies. Everyone's a clumsy moron. Yeah. Why would? Because I get that Clark Kent is clumsy, but he's Superman when he trips mm-hmm. because the glasses fall off, and then that's when he has to explain himself. He trips as Superman. Yeah, I like it when the one thing that that's a big difference is in the Donner version with that. That room is like this room. It's very small. It's very bland. Mm-hmm. When in the Lister version, it's that huge honeymoon suite, the pink bear rug, the big fire. It's ridiculous. It's you, too lavish. Yeah, at the big fireplace in the middle. Um, and so that's what it is. Like when he trips over that bear rug and then goes to get burnt, I, I do like the line that Lois gives him where she says, well, maybe you tripped because you wanted to with your, you know, like like deep down you wanted to tell me. And I like that. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make it, it goes better, against his character. But right, because he would, which a lot of things do in the Lester cut. The biggest thing that's the, the biggest, I guess, return in the Donner cut is the Marlon Brando stuff. Mm-hmm. It is oh, it's on. Huge. It is a and massive I, difference. And I did not think that it would be that much. Yeah, you it's, know, it's like Marlon Brando is in this movie. Yeah, and it's great. Like actually seeing him interact with Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Like it's really touching. I, I, just, it's really good. I, I yeah. heat it up because there's that. the big projected head for a while. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, then he's there. <coughs> because also in the that's what's messed up in the Lister cut. It's his mom. Right? Mom, mom, mom with this weird projection. Then when he goes back after he's given up his powers and he's wanting his powers back, he screams father. Even in the Lister cut, they leave that. 
Which, right. Like, why, why, you know, they, there's a lot of stuff. I like the reasoning in the Donner cut better for how the Phantom Zone is broken. Oh, it's so much. No, so that's a big that, difference. That's the opening of the movie. I think that's the best change because that whole shit. First of all, so you're telling me a couple of French lackeys can just get a hold of a hydrogen bomb? Yes. Okay, like that is so out of nowhere. Do you know who knows who one of them I was? I did. I did. It's the I, guy from Naked Gun 2 that's in the wheelchair. The, yes, it's Dr. Meinheimer. Yes. Dr. Meinheimer is one of the guys. And it's just so ridiculous. But yeah, I like that Superman in the Donner cut. By saving the planet, he actually might have just screwed it over. Yes. Like, and that's what's so cool about that. Because it's set... It's and like, it goes back to being one movie. Right, just in exactly. pieces. Whereas this is like... That's the connecting piece. He shows up. Where's... Uh, oh, you didn't hear about the terrorist, Clark? What's... You know, oh, Lois. Lois is there. How, I put her on the Concord. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. But then Lois is bumbling. She just tricks a cop. And then climbs and hangs on the bottom of an elevator. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. And it takes forever. Mm-hmm. And it feels completely out of left field. Yeah. You know, it's just like, like like he had to find a way to get to break them out of the Phantoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way the, the way the Donner Cut did it with the missile, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, one thing that's doesn't like. You, there was no way to change this. Gene Hackman appears and then is gone for a big mm-hmm. chunk of the movie. Yep. And. Obviously, because you know they didn't film any extra. They they that was part of the stuff that was unfinished from the Donner part was some of the the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor scenes. Mm-hmm. There's a huge problem in the Donner cut. Uh, con- two big continuity errors that happen, uh, and then has one has to do with Gene Hackman. The last time we see Gene Hackman in Superman two is in the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah, Superman and, and Lois leave, and then he detonates yeah. the Fortress of Solitude. It's like. Is Lex still in there? Yeah. And not to mention, he probably killed all three of those Kryptonians. Oh, yeah. They oh, just I fell always to the find abyss. it. They yeah. just fell to the abyss. They're dead. Which is like... They fell off the ring, off camera. <laughs> but as we learn, this Superman doesn't accept consequences. He just undoes everything. He does, yeah. We'll, <laughs> just, get to, well, we'll, we'll get to that, because that's the biggest problem, slash there's nothing they could have done about it. Mm-mm. Oh, no, I get it. It's just, in both movies, Superman like is dealt with... like. Oh, don't. Lois is dead. Oh, no, she's well, not. No, I'm, no, no, no. We're just going to undo that. That's yeah, the only thing that actually changes. But that, that's, that, if there's anything that bothers me about these two Superman movies mm-hmm. is the fact that the guy just can't deal with consequences. Well, the, the Lois dying thing, I believe that wasn't supposed to happen until the second movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Because the spinning around the world thing, which yeah, I'm not thrilled with it either, mm-hmm. that was only supposed to happen in the second movie. Right. But he but he threw it at the end of the first one and and threw the lowest dying thing as a way to raise the stakes. Like that was when they were already kicking him out of the movie. Yeah. So who knows what was really supposed to happen at the end of the movie? Then Superman they do the kiss. One. I would say the kiss no. of death or the yeah. kiss of kiss of mind eraser. <laughs> I'm so the, glad the reverse Cosby. <laughs> Did you see Cosby in the movie? Yes, in the picture. Oh, he's, I took several pictures. I'm just Cosby. Just isn't okay he's in, with anything. He's in, yeah, he's in one. He's in he's a in picture Perry White's in Perry's office. office, and there's a different person in the Donner cut. So it's like, did Donner know? He's like, get that shit out of here, that guy. But another, uh, some big changes. This is part of the Lester cut that I like. Is there's more of Zod, and then in the Lester cut, yes. when they go and raise hell on that town. That's something that's taken out of the Donner Cut because the Donner Cut is 12 minutes shorter than the Lister Cut. And this is something that needs like, to be there. Uh, 
Because it's it, why are all of a sudden like in in the Donner cut, they're just suddenly there, and here comes the military. Why is the military trans? You know, doesn't show them trans the town. I kind of like the couple, the minute they spend with the sheriff and the deputy I on think the way there. Zod kills a kid, or no, a kid is wiped out and killed. Yeah, that's, that's the contest winner I was talking about. Yeah, because he's got wow. a British what accent. Kid, the kid gets on the horse. Yeah, and then I forget the big guy's name. What's his Nod name? Nod or Nod. Nod. Chucks the. What does he throw? Is it? It's not a grenade. It's it's a. Is it, a, is it the light from the car? Yeah, it's that. It's the thingy because he got the. He took the light off and yeah. kept it. And he and, chucks it, and it blows up the kid and horse. Yeah. To which the lady's like, "That was was it? That was just a kid. He won't grow up to be a man." Yeah. Whatever she says back to him. Yeah. Like, and that's the shit. contest winner because if you notice, Daddy. Daddy, they're in where? They're in they're out they're in Oklahoma because they're heading toward Houston. Houston, yeah, Houston, Houston. Houston. I don't like the conversations with the cops. I mean, keeping that as short as humanly possible is great because it just reminds me of the bullshit from the Roger Moore Bond movies that we had to deal with. It's too, it's way too campy. You know that these two redneck cops that oh, they look a like yeah. Yeah. I wrote that from the yeah. prison scene. <laughs> they look like they're from Los Angeles. It's <laughs> <laughs> the hell out of here. It's, yeah, it's pandering. Uh, it cut it, but <laughs> I mean it, it. Just more because then instead of just here's these people and here's the military. I liked a little bit more of that because I guess these that. are your bad guys. You want? I know when the movie's called Superman, it's not called General Zod. But I like to see why are these bad guys a threat? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the scene when they're in, which this is comic nerddom. When they were exploded from the Phantom Zone in space, they should have been dead. Because they weren't, they didn't, hadn't absorbed the sun's rays yet to be super. Kryptonians can't breathe in space. <laughs> uh, what? I, that's. I really didn't think you'd, you'd go too far into geekdom, but yeah, that, that's, well, that's that's just it's, Superman goes into space all the time in these movies, right? Superman because he's been on Earth absorbing the sun's radiation. That's why he can do it. They just popped out of the Phantom Zone. They were just war criminals. From Krypton, Kryptonians aren't super. They're super. I mean, they at least explain it. The closer we get to this system with one sun, that's a yellow sun, right? But you weren't there. You should be dead. But they're suddenly on the moon and are flying and tearing up a uh, and killing. It's awesome. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that moon scene is incredible. It's so fucking sick. <laughs> they just decimate those people. <laughs> Which, it, what's fascinating the is like Russia and it, the U.S. flag. Did what, you catch that? Mm-hmm. What I thought was so cool was like you had an American astronaut and a Soviet astronaut, a cosmonaut. In up there. Yeah, I thought that was even weird before too. then. Like that's filmed in like where I th- I'm pretty sure that's got to be pre Reagan. Yeah, like, that's yeah. really cool. But I I really like when what's the big guy's name? He's not when he takes Damien the two Sando. flags and just tosses them. Mm. I love that that as an image because it's like yeah, you think this is a problem? It's not. Yeah. We're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ursula's obsession with collecting medals and badges. The, I, yeah. That is a neat thing. Yeah, she hunts that guy down. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. She gets the his badge, or she gets his thing. She gets the U.S. astronaut. She gets the sheriff's badge. She takes the general's flap that Zod rips off the mm-hmm. guy. And because by the time it gets to the final part, she's got like five or six of them. So I want to cut to Luther for a second. So how much? What's the difference between him going to the Fortress of Solitude in the Lester and? Um, oh, the Donna wow. version. Mm. The Lester version. I mean, there's only one part of the Donna version I don't care for. And I'm sure I mean, you, you, it's when Tess Mocker flushes the toilet. 
Oh yeah, that's oh stupid. Oh my god, that is ridiculous. They should have cut right before then because everything leading up to that was mm. was so good. I mean, and she could have just yelled, "I found it," and we'd have got it. The toilet flush. I found it, I think, and yeah. then cut. That's fine. Hearing a toilet flush, I immediately thought of All in the Family. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, no. What's the difference in those between the cuts? All right, uh, well, the mother, the mother, what? and. The stuff that Luther's saying about when he learns about Zod, mm-hmm. and then where he's saying they will need they'll need someone here, in the Lester cut, it's it's dubbed over where he's making te- where Tessmacher and him are going back from the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of it being him formulating a plan, then I got basically you. the Donner version is more informative and better scripted and just better. Except, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for that last part. Mm-hmm. The president stuff seemed. Weird too. No one he's seen the stuff, the footage in the town. Mm-hmm. It's obviously dubbed over, yeah. and that's why I'm the like, thing that's where they redid something with that. They're like, the way it's same. framed is they're hiding the face of the president yeah. just so, for that one scene, so that we don't know who the president. Yeah, is. but you can see his head, and you know he's right. not bald. But why else would they frame it that way? I don't yeah. know. See, that's like, why I felt like it's, an, they it's, it's an odd choice. I don't know. That's why I didn't understand. Now that part, now, there are some changes in the White House scene mm-hmm. that yeah. I I think the Donner version is far better. Uh, with like the invasion, the, in, just, the invasion is just better. Like him picking up that machine gun and just mowing down people, I thought was incredible. Yeah. It also didn't have the in the Lister part. It's a little hokey bit um, where they're flying around, and instead of in the Lister version, they deface Mount Rushmore and shoot, I hate that. Yeah, they shoot oh, three beams yeah, and change it to their right. faces and blow up Lincoln's face. Stupid. Whereas in in the Donner version, it's just the they're Washington there. Monument. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's they just the monument. The, yeah, right. And all they did was That's replace right. what the president sees. The same dialogue and everything. And I think in the Lester version, when they break out of the Phantom Zone, we're really reviewing both of these versions. Yeah. <laughs> thing. Well, but but like in the Lester version, when they break out of the Phantom Zone, they have like a little bit of dialogue, which is just like, why? In the Donner version, they break out. Zod sees the moon and yells free, and they start flying towards the moon and Earth. And like that's all you need. It's like they're free now. Holy mm. shit! Here we go. Yeah, it's just it's more to the point. It's so weird that the movie is eleven minutes shorter than the Lester version. Yet I think it's more, it's tighter, and I think it has the same epic feel that the first one has. Yeah, totally. Because there's too much. I think there's too much wasted time in the Lester version. Not to mention the fact that, and it really comes in in the third movie. It's very slapsticky. Yeah, there's the well, the, the Mount Rushmore the, bit is the Mount Rushmore the battle, bit, but mainly the battle. Mm-hmm. The battle is with the, the oh, ice cream the, and the, the, the ice cream. The, the guy the on the phone, mm-hmm. the toupee. The guy, the, the guy on the phone was the one who always got me because the booth gets knocked over and it's blowing down the street. <laughs> He's still talking on the phone. I'm just like, no, this is not the three students. They, they had to do some work too for because they filmed the Gene Hackman stuff. In Superman One, that takes place in Superman Two in the Daily Planet, mm-hmm. and then they had to do additional. They had to bring people back, but obviously he wasn't there. So, like, they had to do some other oh, standards. For, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> some clever camera tricks. The the fight looks horrible in the Lester version. At some point, oh, yeah. he goes to even by the standards of yes, the time. Yeah, it, he goes to kick Ursa, and it's like, hey, what kind of kick is it? A slow one. Yeah, yeah. I noticed it too. I was like, "What was? It looked like Austin's stunner kick." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And and I get you're Superman, so you could just do that. But and it would a normal person would fly me. But these are people that are clearly as strong as you, right? Um, The what's better too is in the Donner version, the dialogue that he has with Zod 
resides over in the construction site. Because in the listed version, oh, it's just yeah. like, he's like, so you're not a coward. So And then it just goes, so you, you'll die like you deserve. And in the Donner version, he's like, you know, Yo, you are your father's son. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your dad was my jailer. I'm Like, it's a little bit of exposition yeah, of totally. why he suddenly hates it. The Statue of Liberty, they used that. That was in the Donner. Mm-hmm. Or they were they kind of, right. they had to do some modern yeah. recreation for that or whatever. Yeah, because it explodes like the Death Star in the recut. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also in the Lester version, they are just at this honeymoon escape. Yeah. They're right. just there. Right. They, but in, they say but in the Perry Donner version, him. Perry sends them and, and basically sets the plot up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's much better handled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the, the attempts to reveal are also better. It's dumb of Lois to I'm to jump out the window. Yes, but it's still better than what they came up it's, with it's in the so lesser weird. version. It's so funny is like it's not like he stops the time around him. So like people are like. Yeah, man, what's that guy doing? Yeah, like, and also, he... also, no one goes. Jesus Christ, Clark was just standing there. No, now he's gone. No, it's, it's. Not, I can let the running stuff go. I mm-hmm. can let that go because he's so fast. That part. But what I can't let go, even in the Donner version, you he actually in real time uses his. That's uh, what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, that, yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. And you're exactly right. That's because that part again, bothers like, the, me. Yeah, the speed, like fast. Uh, the papers thing looks so cool. It looks yeah. so cool. But he's just standing there because later in the movie he clearly need deja vu's the fuck out of the world. Yeah. <laughs> but in this he's just there with someone. Like, hey man, what's that? What's that guy doing? Jesus, why the hell? Dude, why is it cold and breezy? Just like right out of so his funny, mouth, man. Yeah. Well, I love that she just right yeah. into the veggie truck. Yeah. What? Yeah, Lois. What did you? And then she goes, oh. What did he do in the Lester cut? Like, the Lester, what did she do in the Lester cut? She. What's funny? They're at Niagara Falls, but she doesn't go off the falls. She waits till they're a little further down river, and just jumps into this rapids. Right. And so, even though there's less people, clearly because they're in the woods at Niagara Falls. Clark bumbles through a group of people and then sees a branch and uses his heat vision to cut the branch. And she, and she somehow uses, catches on the branch. Yeah. And then he goes to pick her up and falls in the it's water. It's far more elaborate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's longer, too, because she's like, oh, God, help! Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to, uh But so, the John Williams music comes back. Mm-hmm. It's not really in the Lester version. Mm-hmm. Not really. Right. Like, like they change up the score considerably. Like, you know, oh, that's the Superman theme. And then it goes somewhere else, and you're like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And they intercut scenes from the first movie right. into the opening credits, and it's just like, Here's oh, what was bizarre to me, and maybe this was in the Lester and I had forgotten about it. Go ahead. Obviously, in the Donner one, Clark slash Kal-El is talking to now Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Lois in the Superman show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck well, is oh, that? See, okay. There All right. we go. I'm glad you brought that up. No, no, no. I am too because I would have forgotten about it. Because uh, at first I, th- I saw it and I was like, it's clearly a, a stand in too. Well, it's not. I'm, well, I'm, hell, there is a woman be, right? shot from the front later on in the movie that's yes. not even her. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Didn't notice it until this time. Thank you, Blu ray. Mm-hmm. But uh, when she's in the shirt, I had two things, two problems with it. One, She's in the shirt, you know. But on top of that, okay, so Marlon Brando, uh, or Jarrell, has recorded everything he could possibly think of for his son. A Dr. Venture, though. Right. So there's this weird moment where Brando actually is talking to Kal-El, and then, so Lois Lane would be here, and he actually does this. He looks. Yeah. And then... Oh. 
<laughs> and then looks right back. And I'm like, okay, like I'm, I try to reason it. Like, okay, did Jarrell like see a fly <laughs> over here? And like, and, I and knew just, at some point you'd have a chick in his house. Yeah. Well, Why Mago Kidda? She's a skeleton. What I think it's, it's a, a very fine line when you do a scene like that. Mm-hmm. I Robot did it too with mm-hmm. like James Cromwell. Mm-hmm. What bother? What, this bothers me about the Lois Lane character by using that and this whole little biz. Like, I think she would tell him, "No, you should not do this because mm-hmm. doesn't even no." And, and it's you, different, and it doesn't feel like di- she's in it. There are different times in the movies too, in the different cuts. They have Superman, where Lois, Lois and Clark in the the Lester cut. There's this little bit where Clark leaves. He goes to some tropical island, picks the orchids, comes back with a bag of groceries. <laughs> oh my God. That's, like, that's right. That's why the movie's so long. It's like, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing? Move, yeah. movie. Yeah. Jesus. And comes back with the groceries. Yeah. yeah. The- Yield before Zod. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God Almighty. Good God Almighty. He killed it. My God is my witness. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, I had it. Oh, oh no. Uh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the play-by-play, William Rinkin got excited about a joke, kind of stood up in his director's chair, and now it looks like I sat in it. He's just going to fold it back. He's been Richard Donner. <laughs> he's been cut out of the movie. He's been cut out. Oh, no. Who's ready for the Lester cut of this part? <laughs> uh, anyway. But, yeah. There are different times. of In Lester's, he gets rid of his powers, then it shows them asleep together in the giant baked potato. Now, now here's the thing. <laughs> Yeah. In the Donner cut, mm-hmm. this is the way I interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Did they have sex while he was still Superman? Yes. Because in the Lester version, no. It's right. after he you're gets right. It. That's right. That's what I'm saying. That's that, that yeah. is a problem. At least in my eyes. Yeah, I'm like, uh, like I wasn't gonna go the Kevin theory Smith always route. like when you were casting, you would just like shoot her. <laughs> That's why like, you see the, there's a Family Guy joke about it too. It's like, oh well, like you're you're a bad liar, like at Superman and all those murder oh. scenes, and you see the chick with her. No, her there's just a hooker or some chick, and her head, like the top of her head is gone, and it's just blood. And these cops are like, man, this is like the exact same scene with those three guys in the park. And Superman's <laughs> like, I don't know nothing about that, but the. uh Another thing too That's is weird. is in the Donner cut, he seems very whiny. I deserve this. Yeah, like he's it, like like it's not. Like, I like that though. But he's not like I want to give it up so that I can be with Lois and and just be with Lois. And the way it's put in Lester in the Donner cut, it's like who me? I mean, you've only been Superman one movie. Well, this is my that's my problem with a, a bunch of superhero movies. Yeah, the number two. Well, I'm just ready to quit. Yeah. Well, Superman two started that whole thing. It's like every number two is I don't want to do this anymore. Spider suit in the trash can. You know. Well, because they just want to get that comic I, and that cover I, done. That's that's the cover. I like him. No, I wouldn't say whiny, but but wanting what regular people have mm-hmm. because that's I think in the end that's what he always wants. Right. You know. So I, I think he feels that he deserves to be selfish. Although I do see your point of you're only Superman for well I don't know hold on I don't think he was only Superman for one movie. I think he's been Superman his whole life. Because the, the, they set that up pretty well in the Smallville scenes in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Why can't I play on the football team? Well, because you're better than everyone. You know, you don't want to show off too much. And then he runs right. by the train. Right. You know. So, like, I'm fine with him just being like, I just don't want this anymore. Because it's a... I, 
I love how it's immediate regret. Like, yeah. it is <laughs> so weird. I've seen this movie so many times. You don't times. get the raindrops keep falling on my head from Spider-Man no. 3 where it, things are fine. I immediately this is, regret my decision. I've seen this movie so many times, and yet I never realized until this time of, that... He only is not Superman in essentially one scene. Kyle was all taking dibs on when he would finally come back. Shit, I wouldn't come. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not Brando. I don't know. Kyle's a Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's your no, but, uh, but I know. It's, it is. But what's crazy is like, yeah, he. they leave. Uh, let's get the biggest mystery out of the way. They're in the Fortress of Solitude. He quits being Superman. Where do they get that car from? Yeah. Suddenly, they're I just thought like, so too. Because they flew there. Yeah, yeah they flew they there. They beat somebody up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a regular guy now. He found a guy. Medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they go to this shit house diner. And let's celebrate not burgers. having powers anymore, but having a good old hot dog. No, it's a burger. It's well, a hot they, dog. But yeah. they mentioned, let's go get hot dogs. Yeah. They go get hot dogs, but she orders a burger, yeah. fries, a salad. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go take a shit because I've been Superman. I've never actually pooped. Um, but he can hear outside the door. Because the way he opens that door, he yeah. has that look on his face of, oh, I've heard everything that that guy just Well, it's, it's... You don't have to be Superman to hear through a cheap restaurant door that apparently the bathroom is right next to the cash register. Yeah. yeah. So he comes out, and here's this guy. He's like, you're, you're going to pick a fight. Yeah, you're going to pick a fight. And I, I, there he, I would have liked to see a little more. Frame. It's my blood, and <laughs> not just like it's my blood, Lois. Oh, I got punched twice, and I'm fucking dead. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it in the Lester cut that he reprises the line, "General, would you care to step outside?" At the end, yeah, he says. Well, I think I didn't hear it in the Donner cut. I didn't hear General? him say it to to General uh, Zod. Oh, care to step outside? Oh, with that because he says to the Rocky the. The, the asshole truck driver. Yeah. Sir, would you care to step outside? Yeah. I don't remember him saying that in either version. I, I thought he said it as odd. Because he well, says it when he's outside, outside. Like he's floating outside the Daily Planet. Well, oh. Here's a, I think he does say it. Yeah. Here's a great little... It's minor, but it's a it's a problem I have in the Lester cut that they... Thank God they cut this in the Donner one. So after kicking ass and taking names for about three or four days, General Zod's just sitting around in the Lester cut in the White House and goes... I'm bored. What's in the Donner? What did you think? Were you? What did you think this was gonna be? Mm-hmm. What do you mean you're bored? I love this though. You, <laughs> your whole thing is to make everyone kneel before you and be the ruler. Yeah, that's it. Hey, maybe you thought <laughs> that longer. Can you? Can you hand me that for a second? That that prop right there. I need that. Dad, thank you. This, Alexis. Oh, I love Lex doing oh, that's, that. It's like that's his curtain. I was like, all right, but see that's. Oh, that's yeah, where that's, my, that's yeah. my son's wife. I, that's right. My wifey rag. I'd, I'd pretty prefer if you don't wipe your face with this. I'm not going to wipe my face with it. But he's doing this. And then he brings up later. He goes, oh, remember this? Like, oh, yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to remind him of a time you patronized him. I love the way he... Like, in, in, in both movies, it's really the, the bargaining. That's <laughs> oh, great. It, it's hilarious. Australia and Cuba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuba. And I like how Nod is like... Cuba. Oh. Like, he gets a little... He yeah. growls at him. Yeah, like he knows. Like, like he, yeah, hey man, they're going to do that. I, even I know from being in the White House, there've been embargoes with that for like twenty years at this point. But also, he doesn't save Otis. Like no, that's one thing. It's like I always thought. I was like, I was thinking I was going to see more of Otis in the Donner cut, but nope. I'm okay with that. 
I like Ned Beatty a lot. Yeah. But like, this is a character for children. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm, and it's like I don't need him. Like, like you get Luther. I hate bumbling. Tesla. I don't like bumbling. No. Sidekick. It doesn't make sense no, for the no, world's greatest criminal minds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To have someone, unless he just. Unless you're supposed to read it, he wants to have someone stupid to make him feel smarter all the time. How about when he's in the? That's why. I, that's what I reason with. How about in the in the prison scene when he walks by that one guy, yeah. Luther, and he goes, "I want my Liberace record back tonight." And then the guy goes, mm. "Well, that's in the daughter cut. In the lesser cut, he goes, well, it's got a scratch on it.' Like, yeah, that's hilarious. Like, you're in prison, but uh, yeah. How about another another massive? Omission from the Donner Cut is the cellophane's S. Oh, thank God. Yes. Oh, my God. Stupid. Did that yeah. minorly inconvenience you? Sure did. Yeah, family, <laughs> family Guy ripped that apart. Yeah. yeah. That was a minor inconvenience. <laughs> Stopped you, didn't it? Um, <laughs> but then, like, with the wrap-up of, like, you know, he, he same thing happens in both movies. He reverses the chamber to where, like, Superman's protected. Yeah. Right. Or not. There's nothing different between those, I don't believe, right? No. Between that part. There's just, just more like, G- There's more Gene Hackman. It just seems right. like it takes a little longer. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, but Because uh, Zod goes, kill. Zod is always ready to just kill him. And Lex is like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I have some type of bargaining position here. Steady. Here it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just a big difference between the two, just to go back to slapstick, is uh, Nan doesn't talk, but in the Lister version, he makes so many noises. Yeah, like very like yeah. like whiny and shit. I mean, he's grunting and stuff. But yeah, he just growls like twice. I think in the mm-hmm. Donner cuts. yeah, two or three That's times. He but can't make sound. his heat vision in the Lister cut either. Like he's like trying to burn the snake that Ursa burns, oh. and he can't do it. And then in the part of the scene in the town, he's trying to set all the truck of chickens on fire. That snake thing, I always had a problem with. So she's so Ursa's holding this snake, uh-huh. and the snake bites her, and she goes, Ah, yeah. Should yeah. the snake had just been like? Oh. No, like, well, like, not even that. Did it hurt her? That's what's wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's just clearly her weakness is snakes. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> so it's it, in the same vein. It's crappy in both movies. Like when 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 Superman laser visions that big thing of cement. And he's like, oh god. Yeah, I actually really what like the, that. Even though it doesn't I know make any I, fucking. I, I, it's a good image. Why did that I, hurt you? Mm. But what? What happened? <laughs> or when he gets killed by the Marlboro truck. Yeah. And, like, and I love the one guy, oh, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bus and Marlboro cigarettes. Yeah. Can't yeah. There's God. something well, really there's, endearing. There's a lot more. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, there's something very endearing in that scene when all the people are like, you know, the, they, they start to take up for Superman. Yeah. Like one guy picks up a cone. I love it. I love it. It's so like, cool. You guys don't stand a chance. No. But it's sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I really like it. Well, it's like, clearly we're fucked. Let's go out fighting. And then they're just like, <laughs> just what close. Superman's plan is hilarious. So we're just like, I and fuck like, it. I, 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 like, normally, dun, like, dun, dun. normally you would get like a close up or something. Instead, no, we just see him get out and then, yeah, gone. And he then, is a coward after all. Yeah, and then Gene Hackman goes, well, I know where he went. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, and in the Lister cut, at least they explain why they take Lois, and the Donner cut. She's just there for no reason. Like, get that bitch. Like, they could have grabbed Jimmy Olsen for all they cared. Right. Because they thought he was Superman in Donner Cut. There's the son of Goro. Clearly now, the when we get to the... He, he lasers the... Um, he hit he heat visions the fortress of solitude after they get out, yeah. presumably killing everybody, yeah. leaving Lex Luthor and right. die. Which there's a deleted scene, mm. but I'm so glad they deleted it 
Because it's so stupid. Is he on the toilet? He walks out with oh. Lois and Lex Luthor and the Donner Cut out of the Fortress of Solitude, and there are all these, like, trucks there, like uh, cops, ambulances. <laughs> they take Luthor into, like, custody, and they drive off. Grant, I would rather have the continuity issue of he just blew up Lex Luthor than, yeah, we can just drive three Kryptonians. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, well, I mean, he's got to fly here. I mean, apparently you can just walk there. Yeah, apparently. Also, yeah. without dying. Yeah. Um, and that's that's hard enough. But mm-hmm. the fact that you can drive there and all these people know where this place is. It's the Fortune of yeah. Solitude yeah, we're at on the, uh, Tuesdays. We're at, yeah, top of the dune. Fortune of Solitude. No, we're staying here. Do you think he sits in uh, Superman sits the Fortress of Solitude, just lives in the born in the USA, just over and over again? (laughs) That dude. But then, like, to because still, regardless of the fact that uh, you have to have the comeuppance for the truck driver after because. Do you he pick up on the, this? He did, yeah. yeah like, you clearly, did, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because everyone's so active. The everyone that remembers. Hurts the most. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they remember. So clearly the deja vu trick didn't work on them. They haven't gone back in time. So they remember the fact that he got fucked up. Because they're like, no, no, no. We don't want any trouble. Yeah, See, I always interpreted it as he just spanned the world around and, and changed everything. And went up and beat up a guy that did nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, the, guy, the guy has no idea what well, either that or maybe he it. just goes, well, apparently this guy's just a prick. I know, but it's it's obvious they still had to leave the scene in to yeah. give the comeuppance, even though like it fits the Lester version more than this right. because in the Lester it's just the yeah. yeah. In the Lester version, he does that. And also in the Lester cut that they cut out, uh, since he spins the world around, he doesn't bring the American no. flag back to the White House. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I'll never let you down again. Mm-hmm. Except for the next two movies, which yeah. are horrible. Yeah, just let you down in your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, how can a movie with Richard Pryor and Superman be bad? Because <laughs> Richard Pryor's a star. Yeah, it's as simple as that. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, like those are pretty much the main differences that, yeah. that I find uh, with the film. Um, anything else? I don't know what else. I mean it. It's hard. What's what's difficult is to really give it a proper rating. Like there, obviously, the additions are great. The problem is, it's still an incomplete movie. I think both of the first, the only two, Superman three and four, as as shitty as they are, those are complete films. I think Superman the movie is an incomplete film, and I think both of Superman twos are incomplete. Right. Yeah, you know, which sucks. But it's also a miracle because they're also the two best Superman movies of all. Right. Yeah. Any version, but. I mean, I, I mean, I can rate him. Do but. you think he was going to that Donner's idea was to kind of leave them as incomplete movies so that they would feel like a series and then eventually all wrap together? Oh, I mean, incomplete from like a continuity standpoint, oh. or you know, from just just from storytelling. You know, it seems like both movies. If we're just talking even Donner, they both feel incomplete. Mm-hmm. The thing about Lester is that uh, with he changed. He didn't just change music mm-hmm. or scenes. Uh, he changed cinematographers. Mm-hmm. And the movie has, his version has the most inconsistent feel. Like It goes from one tone to the next almost mm-hmm. every single scene. Right. Whereas the Donner version, for the most part, is right. pretty steady. Sure. And it truly feels like the sequel uh, to the first movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It looks crisper, too. Yeah. And I know it has that a better probably because they remastered... 
the stuff, but with the even because they remaster as much as they can that test footage scene. Right. But I mean, there's still some parts you look at. It's like this still looks like this could be on TV today. Yeah. As far as that caliber. Well, one, one thing I was happy about, I remember reading that uh, they did do some new special effect shots uh, with the Richard Donner cut in mm. 2006, but they tried their absolute hardest to use only special effects that they could have used uh, mm-hmm. back in the 80s or the, or, or the late right, 70s. Right. Because there's nothing special effects-wise that truly looks, to me at least, like, oh my god, that, it looks like Star Wars Special Edition mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, the way they reverse time, they just reverse the film. Like, mm-hmm. although I love, I love the image of Perry White putting toothpaste on his toothbrush while smoking a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing it from way the fuck up yeah, here. He is like, he is yeah, on all of it. That's his time. Oh, <gasps> mess with him in toothbrush time. This is how spanky it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love the Daily Planet stuff more in the Donner cut. Uh, when, like, when they're looking at the, the newspaper heading, like, that wasn't even in. But, you know, it's a nice connection. Right. Everyone has better things to do, I find. And and, Lo- and Lois actually is an investigative reporter in yeah. the Donner version. Yeah, right? not just an, an idiot plot device. Right. So She doesn't just play a damsel in distress. And she she looks better. She does. In the oh, Donner she, cut. She, she looks does. good. Yeah, like I, re- I truly think that. Like Margot Kidder looks her best in the second movie, the Richard Donner version. Yeah, because they're time. Like, that's I'm a good point. She's. I was just always like growing up, even as younger, I was like that's Lois Lane. <laughs> like Jack Skellington. That's not, Lois Lane. That's not Terry Hatcher. <laughs> yeah, Terry Hatcher. Be like, nah, that was the best one. I'd oh, give yeah. up my power for Terry no, Hatcher. I still would. Yeah. <laughs> That series was pretty good until they got together, and then it was all. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing you. There's no way you can I go know. from there. I know. Once you pull that trigger, yeah, no coming back. Well, then that's now, when they, the secret ship of Kryptonians came in. After they got no, together, it wasn't very good. Did wasn't, you ever? It was not. Was not. Yeah, it wasn't. Saying. It wasn't good. My roommate's a huge fan of Smallville. I've never seen it. Did you ever watch that? Very little. I watched the last. I watched the first season. And then I'd periodically watch it. But the problem was they, they broke the rules. Yeah. They established they, they, they would never put him in the suit. Never put he's not going to fly. Mm-hmm. Right? Nope. I only like they were going to limit the powers. Like the power thing was really going to mm-hmm. be dialed back. I mean, they throughout the series they broke numerous. He, he flew like in the fourth season premiere, but he wasn't Clark. He was fully Kal-El. Like there was this weird crap where it was he he did something. He lost all his humanity. He was just purely Kryptonian. Um, Erica Durant was a pretty hot Lois Lane. <laughs> She was pretty good. But when they finally remembered, oh, yeah, this is a comic book TV show, not just a teen drama, and they brought in the Justice League and yeah. uh, Dark Side. And here's what's weird is on Smallville, the guy who played the Green Arrow did the pilot that CW ordered for Aquaman, where he played Aquaman, and the guy who played Aquaman on Smallville is now the Green Arrow. Well, there's a lot of connections like that. Like, what, Annette O'Toole, who played Lana Lang in Superman 3, isn't yeah. she uh, Martha she's, Kent? She's Martha Kent. And, and John Snyder is fantastic. Christopher Reeve does an episode of he does Smallville. Couple. Dean Cain was, too. He was kind yeah. of, he was kind of sort of Vandal Savage without being it. There was a lot. I mean, Terrence Stamp was Jarrell. Right. Yeah, that's that's the best. Because that's one thing, like, these movies did that, I was, that I'm a huge fan of, and they still do it to this day. Let's cast... Good actors. Let's cast like tr- classically trained actors mm-hmm. and have them do this material, and you know, not just like somebody off the street or someone known for comedy or anything. Yeah, because like Terrence Stamp, like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So let's tie this into now. Like uh, this podcast, this will be dropping next um, next Sunday. Yeah, which is what thirteenth. 
to the 13th or the 14th? I believe next Sunday is the 13th. The 13th. So that we'll puts a week. What, two week or is that a week or how is that a week before Superman versus yeah, Batman? Yeah, uh, Superman versus Batman is the two 23rd. Weeks. I think it's going to come oh. on Wednesday. Oh, oh, oh. That's a uh, I'll be honest, I'm scared as hell about that movie. Me too. That movie scares the living hell out of me. The different trailers, like the one trailer. Oh, no, no, don't talk. I've only watched one trailer and I quit. And I was like, I'm not watching anymore. There, there's one trailer that makes it look really good. The and first one? No. No? The first, there was the kind of teaser, then there was the trailer that had too much in it because you yeah. see Doomsday. The one that was three minutes? Yeah. yeah. And okay. then there's I didn't another see any one. after that. There's another one that's better because it's... They're easy. I'm just saying it's better. Okay. I mean, the thing that pisses me off is they have no faith in Superman. This is a, this is a Man of Steel sequel. Like, any way you cut it. Like, this is Zack Snyder and, and Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. They have no faith in doing a Superman movie. Like, even though Superman, uh, Man of Steel did fairly very, well. A it very was like successful film. $760 million worldwide on a $220 million budget. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. But, no, fuck it. Like, let's get Batman in there. Blah, blah. I was like, I want a good Superman movie. And you got a good guy playing Superman. And uh, you, know, you get a good Lois Lane. You know, mm-hmm. it's Amy like, Adams is fantastic. Yeah, like you, you have the chance to do it. But I will say, like to, to put a button on this, that this movie when it was released, the Donner cut, uh, Reeve died like a few months before this got released. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, th- there's the little credit form at the beginning, and and shit. But the thing that was so cool was this was such a nice treat uh, to see him play Superman one more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after his death and to see, and shit that we had never seen him do before you know so that's that oh, I gotcha I think they're cramming way too much into this I would be fine with Batman yeah, it, are we going but, back to the Batman thing no no I'm talking the. I would be fine with just a Batman versus Superman movie but then they go well let's do Wonder Woman and Flash oh you are going back to that okay I'm just, saying that but there's too much like you're saying sure. I would like to see a, another Superman movie oh me too and because especially the fight scenes and I'll take the Nicolas Cage Superman movie right now. Whew. Like I would, I, I I want I want something different. Mm-hmm. And and I'll give it this: this movie does look different, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. Totally. They're going with the theory of Superman or the way to interpret the character that I always wanted, which was there are a lot of people who were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" You know. Well, like, that's, you, they, that's they like perfectly Luther. take what happened in Man of Steel with, I mean, a city disaster. <sighs> They're using, using that, that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's that's perfect. a great idea. I'll yeah, give them that. Uh, totally, because it's we're in the movie franchise, the origin of Bruce Wayne for this franchise. Mm-hmm. They're using that as the the jumping point for him. So that's cool. That's really neat. It's just God damn, man. Like you can do that Dark Knight Returns thing, but if you just but to go beyond that and cram all this other like the Joker possibly or whatever, like all these different things, it's just um, they're forcing they're really forcing the DC. They want that Marvel money. Uh huh. That's what they want. Yeah. Well, and I, I absolutely know. do not want this to be a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I no. I, I don't what look. At, I don't look at Batman and Superman the same way as I look at other superheroes. What did you? What were you telling me? Like, what's the? What's the thing that they're saying they're fearful of? Like, was it that you were telling me last time? Oh, oh. Uh, what was it? Like they showed they showed Batman versus Superman to uh, some. Basically, the producers of Warner Brothers, and like it was like a very mixed reaction. And what I think what they're worried about is the fact that it is too different from Marvel movies, and it's going to turn a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. That seems to be like the consensus. Although everyone loves the Nolan movies, and those are pretty far from yeah. from what Marvel does. So I, I don't really know what, what they're so worried about. You know, like it's it's basically 
there's a lot going on. There's a lot of tonal shifts mm-hmm. uh, within the film because of that. You would think a movie with Batman and Superman would be enough. And Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Or is it not Lex Luthor? I don't know. Yeah, I, They're not clear there was on a ju- There was mentioned that it's not. Yeah, it's like his son or some shit. But it's like you're going to... Cr- Jerry Luthor? <laughs> <laughs> Jerome? No, they're, they're all L's because his dad was Lionel. So oh it will. This could be Larry Luther, Lex yeah. Luger. Yeah. <laughs> the, the complete you want man. <laughs> but yeah, you got He's Wonder got Woman in there. You got Wonder Woman. You got. I think you have Aquaman is is yeah. showing up in here. And uh, Cyborg. So, yeah. Doomsday. It's Jesus Christ. They yeah. said they're maybe even just Brainiac. So this is all leading up to the sequel to this will be the Justice League movie part one fuck off mm-hmm. this is already a Justice League movie to me yeah. it is it's like if you have all these people but Snyder's not doing it is he no that was the thing they, <laughs> the biggest worry uh, from that screening was Zack Snyder big fucking surprise this guy has in my opinion only made one good movie uh, not counting Watchmen that's okay but you know they're like well maybe he shouldn't be heading this thing up you know maybe it should be somebody else right big surprise so, I don't know. But you want to give this thing a rating? What the if I had if I had to give one so for it, I don't want to 10. Probably give it about an 8. Okay? Yeah. 7 and a half. Yeah. I'd give this an 8 and the, I give the Lester cut a 7. But I will say uh Lester Lester cut, I think the first movie's better than that. Mm-hmm. But the Richard Donner cut, this is my favorite Superman movie. Like Oh, like it just barely edges out the first one. Yeah, and I, it's tough to top those first two movies. Yeah, and it's weird how people talk about who's the better Batman, who's this, who's that. You never really hear this about Superman. Is it because it's just understood that Christopher Reeve is Superman, or is it that the, nothing has really stood up to that even remotely? Because no close? Batman's dead yet. I think it might be part of you it. You think it's a dead thing? I think it might be. I think it might be because. I don't think that people would have had the reaction. I mean, it was a good performance, but the reaction of Heath Ledger's Joker if he wasn't dead. People invest that much. They don't. People don't invest enough in Superman. They don't care enough. He's, they care about their fucking Batman though all day long. Because yeah. I'm with you. Batman's my favorite, mm-hmm. but I don't think Superman's a slouch. No, I. It's a difficult. He's a very difficult character to have a, a story about. And the thing I, one thing I think it hurts is. The endings to both of these movies, where he just can seemingly undo anything bad that happens. Too to him. powerful when you can. That's do that. that's bad. Like mm-hmm. to like when you've seen Superman stories where it's like he's try- This guy is trying to maintain a relationship with Lois Lane, but instead he's so preoccupied with fixing everything around the world that the guy who can do everything can't have a simple human interaction with mm-hmm. somebody. Most because he's not human, but you know yeah. what I mean. He can't have even a basic relationship. Yeah, he's who the humans should aspire to be like. Mm-hmm. Like I think Superman is far more interesting than people give him credit for. Oh, he's Absolutely. a boy scout, but no, he's not. He's no, mm. no. He's <laughs> he knows he's flawed. He knows he has these problems. Yet he is the ultimate version of what a human being should be. Right. You know, and how do you deal with that? Don't know. I like the the animated take on him that Tim Daly did. I have series. not seen that. You haven't seen any of the no. Superman, the Batman Superman cartoons that were in the nineties. I've seen Batman the animated series yeah. tons of times, but I've never saw Superman. Never saw Superman, and the final episode of the Justice League cartoon. Well, let's just go for it. Right. Well, it's just, it's not this. It's just this speech that he gives to Darkseid because he's like, my whole life I've had to I've had to live like I live in a world of cardboard. I've had to hold back. I can't hug people that I truly care about. I can't punch 
you know, and fight crime and, and never hold back. He said, with you, there's no holding back. And it's an amazing speech. Like, it's the first time I've seen and someone put Superman some that way. Yeah. And I love it. I'm not going to give it away with the what the, the beginning cool. is, but that's that was a I great. Wish we could in. see that in a movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough. But that goes like I tie that into the same thing, like the alternate ending to I Am Legend. Oh, that's the well, one of the best alternate endings. It's it's probably the best encapsulation of Will Smith's acting you will ever find, and he does without talking. Mm. It's all just like realization good. on the every. It's it's perfect. It's way too cerebral. Mm-hmm. For what you want that movie to do, mm-hmm. you want that movie to make a ton of money. That type of scene is not going to work, and that or is not going to be the proper payoff. Mm-hmm. It needs to be explosive, for no reason. It just has to cater to that lowest common denominator, and that's the problem. That in the end with Superman is like it, you can do so many cool things. They're very cerebral. Not as many people are going to like them mm-hmm. in terms of what we want a blockbuster to be, which is a big money maker. Right. And now, what? So now we've gone the completely now the we've opposite got the direction. Blockbuster. Now we've got like mm-hmm. everything, budget, everything, yeah. money. It's <laughs> Batman versus Superman. So that's this why is predicted what, in what are you saying now? Like they they basically have hot shotted a, a Batman movie. Like they're really fast tracking. Well, then this, like then this thing came out yesterday that said, "Whoa, hold on, we don't know if we're going to get this movie off the ground." Ben wants to do other stuff first. Well, that's just. I mean, that was the best thing when they announced that he was Batman. I mean, I was kind of like, "Yeah, but oh, he could direct a Batman movie." Oh, that would be good. Sure. Yeah, and and from what I've seen in the trailer, he looks like the best part of the movie. I I am I am all in on his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm yeah. not gonna judge it. I mean, I'm not until I see it. I'm I'm okay. I'm pro Batfleck because I'm not gonna shit on the guy. People go, oh, what about Daredevil? That wasn't. How about Hollywoodland? How about the Man. yeah? The, how about, about the super, town? What about the gun scene? That. To put it in real life, the Superman gun scene in that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That is so good in it. Yeah, that's that was. You know, speaking of the shitty Oscars, that was the best. That was the mm-hmm. best performance of the supporting of the supporting actor that year. Oh yeah, that he wasn't was even question. nominated. Mm-hmm. Oh, question. That thing was phenomenal. No, he's he's great in that movie. Yeah, Oscars can get fucked though. Oh, they didn't fuck him. <laughs> Serious. The whole thing. Do you know Roger Deakins? Yeah, has never Oscar. won an Oscar. Yep. And he, when you look at the things he's been nominated for, Fargo, No Country, you name it, all the Shawshank movies, fucking Shawshank, the movie that, for whatever reason, and it blows my mind. It's the greatest movie. And don't get me wrong, it's got a very nice story to it. Mm -hmm. It's got a great payoff. But by God, that is one of the most beloved movies with the most incredible blinders I have ever seen. But anyway. Lester version or Donner version? I'm going to say Donner just because I like the way that Donner's, Donner's version feels like a continuation of the first movie. Yeah, I'd say the same. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's unfortunate it's incomplete that right. we couldn't see it in the full full version, the full vision that he wanted, right, but it's, it's close enough. It's, it's close we can get. It's kind of lied to because at the beginning it says this is the Richard Donner cut as originally conceived and intended. It's not. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they put that on there because even Donner says it in the introduction video that yeah. on the Blu-ray of, you know, like this isn't exactly the way I would have made it, but it's the best that we could do. Best we could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Tell me too on that. Um, 
we'll be um, discussing what the next movies for guys like movies will be, and it'll be coming out. You know, on Twitter, we'll announce and everything. The next wrestling episode will be episode fifty-one. Invasion. Yes, invasion, which will be a lot of fun to tackle that subject for all the wrestling fans that are out there. But in the meantime. Uh, Continue to look at, uh, check us out on Twitter at New Blood Pod. We're also on Facebook at New Blood Rising Podcast. I'm at William Rankin 83. I'm at the Jason Keeler. And I am at CM underscore Stabs. And we'll see you guys at WWF Invasion 2001. Mm-hmm.